What's going on, everybody? We got another week of uh, Half Circle back. And uh, unfortunately, due to some scheduling, or maybe fortunately, fuck it, uh, due to the scheduling stuff, Tim won't be here. So this will be the second Half Circle back that we haven't had Tim. But uh, I got somebody else on. You know, it's a good friend, somebody I've known for a while. So, uh, you know, got the homie Adam, a.k.a. Neon on. What's going on, man? Hey, bitch. <laughs> how you been man i feel like it's been a minute since i talked to you it has been a minute you know i, I was thinking the other day i should hit up greg for subs because uh i think last time we played you beat my ass yeah it's i was been just a, thinking about it it's been a minute i don't even think i've seen you on honestly dude i have not been playing street fighter <laughs> i'm I gonna mean, be honest i've been playing more tekken this past week uh, way more tagging than Street Fighter. I don't blame Weird. you. I, I had to... So, like, I've been on and off with this game since, like, COVID, because it's like... Like, I've said this multiple times, but the fact that there's no offline tournaments, it kind of it kind of takes some of the fun out of the game for me, because it's just yeah. like online was like a means to kind of prepare for uh, offline and practice, mm-hmm. but it's like when it's all you have and it's like you run into so many of the roadblocks that you you do online it like it kind of takes the fun out of the game yeah and like the the whole reason for tournaments was like yeah you get to play offline the biggest thing you don't have to play online and these online tournaments it's like like you said they're just not not fun yeah i mean i'm Again, I don't want to be like, uh, I don't want to be shitty about it. I'm glad that we have something versus like nothing. But at the same time, it's like, I I, I can only deal with it so much, right? Like, uh, I've, I've been thinking about trying to enter NLBC again, because it's been a minute since I did that. But uh, yeah, I, I couldn't be one of those people who are doing it every week, at least or not right now. Maybe I'm just not like in that, that mentality to where I can just do that every single week. But yeah, I probably yeah. need to get back in there. Yeah, I think you'd do pretty well. I considered, um, you know, you're not getting fucked up by lag and stuff. Um, I decided to enter last week after I told myself I wasn't going to anymore. Um, (laughs) I think I went one and two. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a hard tournament either way. Like, it's not mean because the the skill level is like so condensed in that like. Reddit, it's spread a little bit more thinly because you have so many people and there's like a lot of, you know, you could go anywhere from gold to like, you know, obviously there's like good people that do enter, but like in LBC, it's mostly killers outside of like maybe a handful of people, right? Like, you know, right. you could get, you could get like a pretty like tough matchup first or second round. Yeah, first round I got a random, but second round was Brian. And I was not expecting to run into him that early. Yeah. And then um, I lost to Brian, barely, lucky bitch. And then <laughs> uh, I lost to uh, Just a Kid. Uh, okay. The the most laggy. Just a Wi-Fi. Uh, <laughs> I, just I get a bar. Just one bar. Just right. Bar. Um, okay. Well, we'll go ahead and start rolling into this. You're the second second guest. The first one was Slim. So obviously you have oh, some, really? uh, yeah, some big shoes to fill. I do. Shout out, shout outs to to Slim. Yeah. What up, girl? Um. 
All right, so we'll just start with some basic stuff. Uh, you know, where are you from and uh, who do you play currently and what, what fighting games are you playing? Okay. Um, who am I? My name's Adam, uh, but I go by Neon. Um, what games do I play? Street Fighter, mostly. Um, and I've been dabbling in a little bit of Tekken recently. Um, that's been kind of fun. Okay, and uh, I mean, obviously, we know you for Colleen and Street Fighter, and well, Street Fighter Five, and then Rose for Street Fighter Four. But who, uh, who are you playing in Tekken? I think it's Negan, right? Uh, yeah, Negan. I swore you would have been like a Nina or like Anna. Like, I don't know why, like those characters. Yeah, er- everyone keeps telling me I should play Anna, and I'm like, no, I don't. I don't like the way she. I don't like her aesthetic. Um, I was going to pick Nina, but then it's Negan and I really like the walking dead. So I had to That's do fair it. Enough. Yeah. I just, I was about to say, yeah, I, uh, first of well, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. He's such a weird Tekken character to me. Cause you know, you kind of associate like, you know, Tekken characters with a bunch of, like weird well not all of them there's some grappler types but like you know you kind of think of punches and kicks and as far as i know that dude basically just hits you with the bat and punches like he doesn't really have a whole lot of like crazy kicks or anything like that right yeah he's he just kind of swings his bat around he has a few kicks but they're not as good as other characters yeah and uh been enjoying tekken uh it's been a learning experience there's a lot of stuff to remember um and it's i'm at that stage where it's hard to know when to take my turn back so it can get a little annoying sometimes yeah um i forgot some of the uh like beginner videos i was watching but like one of the things i always like tried to remember was like okay because i have a bad habit of like i always want to just like one jab every time yeah, yeah. well we'll do like one because that's my way of checking right because like bobs was like i think 11 frames or something like that i mean it's not 10 but he had a, like a 11 frame standing uh standing one so it's like you would just that was my panic thing and people would do like mids that would crush it sometimes or like stuff like that like i wasn't thinking of you know all the other stuff that people can do in response to stuff but um yeah i i like tekken it's it's one of those games where i have like this relationship where i'll get I'll get into it and then I'm like into it for like a few weeks and then I just stop playing and then I don't go back. And like, that's why I've just kind of, I always have just kind of been stagnated as far as like how good I get in that game. It's just cause I, I never dedicate myself fully to it. But uh, my problem was playing on PS4 cause I didn't have a group of people to play. So I'm just going into ranked, Right. And when you go into ranked uh, motherfuckers will just like one and done you. Like, so it's like you don't really get you lose to somebody because something you don't know because you don't you're still learning the game and you don't get to like apply any type of like well let me try this because they just dip out you know yeah it kind of sucks and it would take forever to get matches too so it was like man this is just but i hear pc is better and i do have it on pc uh so i, I don't really have an excuse not to play it on pc but uh i don't know maybe i'll Maybe I'll do that on some of the off days of Street Fighter. So nice. Um, okay. So uh, I mean, 
I guess I'll ask like some other origin questions. So how'd you get into fighting games in general? I'm, I'm assuming it's probably going to be the same story as most people, but uh, still interested to yeah. hear. Yeah. So growing up, I had a SNES that my parents bought me. Okay. And I had MK2 and Street Fighter 2. And I, I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just, you know, yeah. mashing buttons and shit. Uh, but <laughs> funny story, I remember... I had an uncle. Um, I don't really remember him because I was pretty young. He had just gotten out of prison. <laughs> and um, he didn't really have, like, his own place because, obviously, he had just gotten out of prison. Yeah. Um, so my parents were like, yeah, you can stay with us for a bit. And he he knew all the, like, special moves in Mortal Kombat 2. And That's as a it. kid, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and so he, he kind of, like, taught me how to play. And it's just... I don't know. Just kind of been been into it since then. Mm-hmm. Man, let me tell you, like talking about World Combat too. This is a weird shit. I guess it's not weird at the time, but like now looking back on it, it was super weird. So like, what we would do was uh, we would go to like I think Blockbuster used to have a strategy guide for Mortal Kombat too. We would go to Blockbuster and like I would just sit in there and bring like a fucking notepad with me. And write down all the special moves, all the fatalities, right? And I would take this shit with me to the arcade, so like I could do the fatalities. It was like the only thing, and it was such a, it was like such a nerdy thing to do. But like that was kind of like the, you know, when you're into fighting games and shit like that, you just kind of, I guess that's something you just naturally want to do. You know, you're interested in the in the right. in the genre, you do shit like that. But yeah, man, that. I think the first fighting game for me was Street Fighter 2. I feel like that's everybody except for like a handful of people. Every now and then people will have like a, you know, some other random fighting game that, you know, got them in. But for the most part, it seems like everybody's kind of started with Street Fighter 2 and then branched out from that. Right. Um. Okay. And then how did you get into, because you're from the Atlanta region, but so how did you end up finding out about the Atlanta FGC? Um, well, I had been playing Street Fighter since Vanilla, and up until 2013, um, I didn't know we even had an offline scene, but I found out because I went, I searched, um, I was going through Shoyuken forums, mm-hmm. and I, I saw that they had, like, a, a turn of, offline tournament, like, list, and I saw one for Atlanta that was from Shimon, uh, Jim Blanca, Larry. Yeah. And so I clicked it and I saw, but it had already passed. And I was like, I was like, damn. But then I did see that they had another one at Battle and Brew. I don't know if you ever got to go there. No, I remember watching their streams, but yeah, I never got a chance to go. Yeah, that was the first tournament I went to. And I think that was uh, the last one before they moved to the new location. So, but I did meet Joel there and he told me about Gwinnett Brawl. So that's how I knew we had other events. Okay, cool, cool. And uh yeah, a lot of a lot of good people in the Atlanta scene. Uh, you know, I hadn't hadn't got to play a lot of people lately or even, you know, go out there. I see four oh four is open, but uh so at yeah, least I got a I little went, bit of stuff going on. Yeah, I did go last weekend, um, Friday. Got to see a bunch of people I hadn't seen since this whole COVID thing happened. Cool, cool. Um all right, so that's kind of all I had about that. I guess we can kind of 
roll into uh some of the recent stuff that's going on so uh what was it maybe like two weeks ago was it that ono announced that he's uh he's leaving capcom i feel like that was like how long ago it was um so how do you feel about that and then do you think that means anything good for capcom is that bad you know like kind of I mean, do you feel like you one of those people? Are you an Ono hater, as like some people are? But... No, honestly, I I'm not an Ono hater. Hater, um, going in, I I don't really have an opinion on him because yeah, I don't actually know what he did that there, like pets people <laughs> off. There's some like so I was listening to RSF last week. And uh, Arliath was on there, and they were kind of going over some of the, uh, the well, I guess the uh, off the book stuff. And uh, man, it gives you like a different, like obviously, like Ono's not like a shitty person, but like it gives you a lot of perspective on like why things ended up the way that they did with the past few releases. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm 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 sure he's like a super nice dude, and uh, you know, he he did a lot. But you know, there's definitely a, a little bit, of, a little bit of stench on uh, what he touched over at Capcom for sure. But okay, yeah, I'll have to go back and look into that then. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, not to cut you off, but um, I mean, yeah, obviously, I think he kind of got everybody into you know, obviously with Street Fighter Four, right? That was kind of the resurgence of fighting games for the most part. So like, kind of owe some of that to to him for sure but um but yeah do you you expect the you know you looking forward to what capcom does under like somebody new uh yeah um let's hope that it turns out not like how street fighter 5 went (laughs) i mean it's a it's good that they took you know i mean obviously street fighter 5 came out pretty uh pretty uh fucked up out the gate but to see where it got to yeah you can't even sugarcoat it huh i said you can't even sugarcoat it (laughs) yeah no it was it was pretty bad but like i'm glad that it has gotten to where it is you know like i think at this point it's a i mean you could definitely recommend the game to somebody and like not feel like oh you just wasted your money you know um so yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) you could say it's a functioning game now yeah for the most part yeah yeah well i mean like i said the man has been there for i think 30 years or over 30 years now so it's been a hot second so I mean, whatever he does, maybe he's going to live the life of a uh, retired man, which, hey, look, if uh, you get to see that, that is a blessing. So, uh, you know, I wish him well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I look forward to what Capcom's going to do. I mean, also, I guess this kind of gives us opportunity to roll into the uh, summer update stuff. But, I mean, given the roadmap that we saw, I mean, it's it's going to be a hot second. till uh, 2021. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a hot second till we get to the the next Street Fighter. So, um, right. speaking of that, uh, I guess what'd you think about the whole summer update and like what was announced? You digging? Obviously, I know you like Rose, but uh, 
was there anything else that like struck out you know stuck out to you from it uh i'm gonna be honest no damn uh well that's a lie um in the roadmap they did say they're gonna introduce a new battle mechanic i think yeah right yeah that sounds interesting but other than that the whole announcement thing was kind of lackluster to me yeah i I think it was just the way that they set it up right like it's obviously they don't want to tell us what they're gonna say but like when you say summer update like i'm sure we all had the same thought that oh well this is gonna be like an hour-long thing they're gonna be showing character after character trailer then they're gonna have people playing the character and doing all this stuff right like that's just that's i mean that's what i was thinking i mean i guess that's bad on me to be like you know setting expectations up but yeah it was uh I mean, it it was it was like smaller than what I was originally doing or what originally like thinking. But I think what they gave at least was it was I don't want to say satisfactory because that makes it sound kind of kind of bad. But like, I don't know. It was it was it was appreciated, I guess. That's the way I should say it, because like they came out, they told you what what characters you're going to get. And it's obvious that they I think it was kind of obvious to me that Seth was supposed to be the last character. Like they were technically done with this game. It was like out the door. Yeah. And um and then for whatever reason, due to COVID, due to whatever issues they possibly have been having with uh Street Fighter Six development or whatever, uh, you know, they were like, This game needs some more time or we need some more time, so let's stretch this out and do all do another season. And uh yeah, it um I don't know, like again i'm i'm glad that they at least came out and told us look this is how long you got right you got a roadmap you're you're basically gonna be playing this game until 2023 right because the roadmap was like we get dan this year next year is uh, well actually yeah we get dan this year balance patch new mechanic next year is the rest of the characters which would be 2021 and then there's like another cpt stage so they're not going to give you characters and then cut the game off for the beginning of the, you know, at the end of 2021. So obviously you're going to be playing in 2022. So, yeah, I mean, we're we're going to be with Street Fighter Five for a hot second. You know, I'm OK with that as long as uh, they take their time with Street Fighter Six. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody, for the most part, is uh, is pretty cool with it. I mean, it, I, I did. I did kind of find it funny, you know, when like people were getting hype about, uh, oh man, that's this is the final season of Street Fighter, man. Now we're gonna be Street Fighter Six is around the corner. I did kind of laugh at those dudes because I'm like, bro, now you realize you stuck with this game for like another two years, basically. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I think we all kind of have the same sentiment of like, yeah, I'll take your time with the game. Like, don't rush it. Like, we have what it is. Obviously, there's improvements that we still want to see to Street Fighter Five, but it's a uh, you know nobody's in a rush to get this game out of here if it means uh dealing with another like half-baked product so uh yeah if anything yeah just take your time with it uh yeah. but going back to that battle mechanic i was talking to uh i was talking to zaf about this the other day it's got to be something i mean i think it's got to be something like pretty small not small but not significant right it can't be a new defensive mechanic or like something crazy that's going to shake up the game. 
because I feel like we're too deep into the game for them to do that, right? Like, would you yeah, want them yeah. to? Would you want it to be something crazy, or is it just kind of like you would rather be like maybe uh, an additional thing, like an extra, um, a extra super, extra V reversal, or something like that? Yeah. It- like you said, if they're going to add something, it's not going to be something that changes things drastically. It's either yeah. going to be a second critical arc, or like you said, a uh, uh, different kind of V-reversal. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I don't think second critical arts are a huge deal, but they do, I guess it's like when they added it second ultras to, you know, Street Fighter 4, like, they do change some things. They give you a couple different options that apply to specific situations. Uh, so I, mean, I guess that'd be cool and i'm assuming it would probably be the same way though like you just choose it choose it before you uh get into the match versus like having access to it in the middle of the match yeah i will say if they give someone in the cast the equivalent of bro's ultra 2 that would like shift matchups entirely yeah which I guess I don't know, man. Like the V triggers almost end up being stuff like almost like uh, Rose's uh, Ultra Two, right? Like some characters, at least yeah, not everybody yeah, has stuff like yeah. that. But um, speaking of that, uh, do you have anything that you hope that they do with Rose, or are you just kind of like you know, like I I don't think they're gonna make her like Street Fighter Four Rose because like that play style doesn't necessarily like fit into this game, but. Uh, like, what do you want to see out of Rose? Um, yeah, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that they're not going to make her anything like she was in before. Yeah. Uh, but what I would like for them to keep the same would be the way she deals with fireballs, um, which I think they will keep because I, I think in the description they said that she deals with fireballs well. So I imagine maybe. she's still going to have the slide, at least, at the bare minimum. You know, I'm pretty sure she'll still have reflect and like, you know, uh, charge and stuff, but she got to have the slide too. Yeah. Probably going to be like negative eight on block and shit, but you know. Yeah, it's probably going to be like Dawson's. Yeah. Or maybe Minot's. Minot's is pretty bad. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I was the only thing I was heard about was there was no Viper, and it was like, damn, my man. Uh, it's fine. Like, I'm completely okay with that. Nah, look, that was the rumor too. It was like, yo, we're gonna get Oro, Rose, Viper. I forget the. I think I forget the whole. Wait, like, there, there's supposed to be one more character announced, right? Yeah, but like, if you look at the because i think the the unannounced character only shows like three costumes and they were saying that if you look at a lot of the female characters they have more than three alternate costumes so people are saying that it's probably gonna be a male character and some people are assuming that it's gonna be a crossover character potentially like something hinting at whatever they're gonna work on next uh so it could be that but yeah i mean it's there's always hope but i would say my expectations are very low for uh (laughs) <laughs> for Viper making it into this game at this point. <laughs> I'm but perfectly fine with that. It's all good. There's hope for uh, Street Fighter 6. She'll make it. You know, see? You gotta she think about it like that. She's she a fan favorite, too, so it's like, might as well put her in there, right? Yeah, just um, don't give her burn kick, please. I mean, no, nah, let's, let's do it. Let's take it back. We get burn kick, air one, you know... Air, airborne frame one 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's so stupid. Plus on block burn kick. Man, what a character. Nope. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, trying to run into some more stuff. Uh, so you've been on the sidelines for CPT this year. So as as a spectator, what have you been thinking about? Because it was leading us talking to CPT West, but like, what have you thought about the the CPT season so far? Yeah, I just decided to stream Monster it up this season. I think that's the best approach. (laughs) Unless you really care about making Capcom Cup. (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, I care about my sanity more. But, yeah, it's been great with all the drama that's been going on. I love it. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you've been eating this shit up. Yeah, this is... These are the exact reasons why I didn't want to join. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, shit. I'm trying to think. We had, uh, I'm trying to remember the sequence of events. We had East, which was the first one that had, you know, Idom rage quitting essentially, uh, had Do getting lagged out of winner's bracket. <laughs> I mean, I had two people forfeit. I forgot about that. Chocolate dropped out in the middle of a set. Uh, I for, I forgot. Yeah. Shit, I forgot about the whole uh, what was it? East Europe was that the one that had Middle East and East Europe playing? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, bro. That was that was the start of it. That was the worst one. It was <laughs> Grand Finals was a two bar <laughs> match. I forgot Man. about that. Phenom versus a uh, Big Bird. Down to what was it? We had Punk and uh, his whole thing, bro. Let me tell you. All right, first off. I respect anybody uh, decides to live stream their tournament run, but I feel like that's the worst thing you could ever do. Something of that, like something is important. If you really want to, uh, you know, qualify, I think it's bad to stream it because it's got to weigh heavily on you when you plan like, damn, all the frustration. So, like, not only are you like dealing with how unstable this game can be online, but you also got stream monsters just over there in the background, just like uh, like laughing it up or like trolling it up in the middle of all this shit going on. Like you gotta, it, I mean, for me, it would be too hard to do. I think if yeah. I ever do those, I have to like be like no cam, no mic. I'm not even looking at chat. I'm just doing this so like for Brian. archival. Yeah, like so it's just there. Brian doesn't. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, man, Punk was going in. <laughs> like the he had a bunch of like I wouldn't say a bunch but he had a, like a handful like I saw one of his pools matches against Nova Spec it was a little rough then he played uh Akita which is like I don't know what's up with that dude's connection man he is like known for just having terrible connections with people but he played Akita and the game was just like hanging up visibly for like a few <laughs> seconds I'm like bro this shit it's too much to deal yeah. with man it's so stressful. Yep. Uh Alex Myers, he was playing. He uh he had a situation against Snake Guys where he was about to get chipped out and he tried to do like EX spin and bird kick to get out of the super and like the game lagged and he missed his input. And like my man is like visibly crying. <laughs> like I'm like, bruh, this is too much. <laughs> like, I get it. You wanted to qualify. <laughs> but like damn if that's like the effect this has on you like i get you care but like 
damn, like I, again, I wouldn't have been streaming it because I because I know how I feel about stuff like that. But <laughs> I respect. Yeah, that. it's it's some of this stuff. You have to be crazy not to get upset if they're losing like that. Yeah, or you just have to go into it with like that mentality of like, you know what? I don't care what happens. I'm just gonna play. No, if I win, I win. <laughs> you got to come I'm in with that mad. like killer mentality if you do that, and if you do do it, then you're gonna obviously get pissed off when shit don't you know is like out of your control that happens. Yep. Um. All right. What What are your thoughts on uh nephew winning? It. I didn't have him winning, but. Oh, I, mean. I called it. I called that shit. Like when I saw the top eight, I'm like, "Yeah, Allen's probably gonna win." <laughs> I guess because it makes sense because like Samurai and nephew go back and forth, so it's like it could be a toss up, right? But like, right. I didn't think he was gonna beat uh, Strider. You know? Yeah, that that's was... that was the only match I was concerned about because G calling is so bad. Holy shit! But... Is it really that bad? It's bad, dude. It's it, like I would put it in the same like difficulty as Chun Colleen. Oh shit! Yeah, it's kind of rough then. Yeah, but he, I was watching and it was going on, and he was showing me a lot of tech that I didn't know. Like when Colleen has V Trigger two, mm-hmm. um, and she hasn't activated yet, she can stand at a range where the fireball. The G fireball will whiff. Um, you can react to it uh, act with activating V trigger, and she can slide up and punish. I didn't know she could do that. Oh wow! And he was doing it pretty consistently, which was pretty sick. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, shots out his nephew. You know, he's uh definitely putting in work, and uh, you know, it's gonna be an interesting like CPT or a Capcom Cup. Um, we still got. A little bit over half a season ago, but or a little bit less than half a season now. But yeah, once uh once all that goes over, it's gonna be uh, interesting. And on top of that, whatever happens, we're gonna be on a new patch uh by the time Capcom Cup happens because it's gonna happen next year, which the balance patch is supposed to be at the end of this year, which I would assume would happen at the same time as Dan coming out and all that. So yeah, wait. So I'm confused. Capcom Cup. Is going to be an offline event, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the plan is early 2021. We just don't know when or okay. where. So they're still going to do it despite like COVID. Yeah, I mean they're doing SFL in October. So and I mean they're doing that. We're still kind of in like a uh, a quarantine. So like, yeah, I don't know. I guess if they do enough, because with SFL that would be like a controlled environment, right? You know who's coming. You kind of you can kind of control some of it a little bit. And then I'm assuming the same thing would be with Capcom cup. They would, it'd be like a controlled environment too. They probably wouldn't have spectators or whatever. I mean, I don't know who knows how, uh, how things will be at that point, but I'm assuming if things are about the same as they are now, they just do like no audience and like, you know, like limited people and stuff like that. and Trying to do social distancing as much as they could. Yeah. It's just crazy to me because a lot of countries are banning uh people from the u.s yeah that's true yeah and you have all these people from different countries coming in i didn't even think about that that's going to be something else that some of these guys for sfl got to worry about whether you know their country like 
It's like, oh, well, you've been to America. You have to wait X amount of days before you come back or what. I think that's what some countries are doing. They force you to wait like two weeks or whatever before you actually enter the country again. Wow. So that'll be interesting to, to see. But um, all right. Um, I guess okay, I guess I can kind of roll into another thing. So what are your thoughts on Colleen in the meta right now as far as uh, is she top tier still? I, th- I think some people are like putting her a little too high on tier list right now, but she's still good, obviously. But I don't know. She's like yeah, uh, top five. No, I think Colleen is pretty good. I would not put her in top five. Um, people are gonna say I'm downplaying, but I honestly don't think she's top five. She, there's better characters, and she struggles way too, too much um, against fireballs. Um, what would you say would be? Because most of the time, I think when we talk about matchups, usually what keeps characters from being in like that upper echelon or like top tier is like bad matchups so like how many characters would you say that colleen probably loses to now uh i would say she pretty much loses to anyone with a fireball damn Um, even like ryu yeah i think ryu beats colleen (laughs) damn yeah they're gonna say you down man no definitely not i mean the ryu players (laughs) might because they're all idiots uh i think ryu beats colleen I think Ken beats Colleen as well. I could see, yeah, maybe I could see that with Ken. I'm only basing that off of when you you, you streamed. I would always see you get fucked up by Ken's. So. <laughs> Bro, they're so fucking crazy. I don't know what they're about to do. <laughs> I know how that is. Um, I can't react to 15 frame dashes online. Breast too. It's too good. I be getting fucked up by sets online now because of that. Because like sets dash is like I think sixteen frames, and it's like you got to yep. account for that <laughs> jump, like early axe kick. Like it's just obnoxious. Yeah, they got a buff. My man Nash back to uh, season one. Nah, nah. Yeah, it's time to show. No, he was. He wasn't even good. People were just bad. I mean, I feel like that way about Birdie, where like people were like, "Oh man, Birdie's so so bullshit." And uh, season four, and then like they over nerfed the character to like, I mean, I wouldn't say he's over nerfed, but like he's normalized. He's good. Yeah, yeah, no, he's still good. good. But <laughs> I think the crouching medium punch nerf was definitely like an overreaction. Like, nah, I mean, you could anti air anything. That shit was too look. Good. There was ways to beat it. Don't get me like wrong. What? Okay, like some characters had normals, uh, air normals that like move their hurt box or whatever. So like you couldn't yeah, do like that. Colleen, right? John medium punch. Uh, Colleen yeah. had it. Um, I'm trying to think. Birdie could do it against Birdie. You could do late jump heavy kick to beat his crash medium punch. Uh, Balra could do it with like jump medium kick. I think. Uh, there's like a few other characters too, but uh, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I think, I think they kind of went a bit far but like i can understand it to an extent um but yeah i don't i don't know they uh they definitely they definitely were like yo he's just too good like i guess they the way they thought about it was like well damn you can't whiff punish the character and you have to jump at him and when you jump at him you you can't so it's like well 
the thing about that was they took away the the oh well you couldn't whiff punish him right so now you can whiff punish him but then now <laughs> you could just jump at him too so it's like he's a uh, i mean you could, he still has answers for jumps like cross-ups but the amount of focus and like uh and like how preemptive you have to be about stuff it changes the way you try and space people out like i have to sit at a specific range where it's like okay well if they're here i should be able to account for like two or three options and i should have enough time to do the right anti-air if they jump at me but like half the time i gotta look at him and be like shit is this crouch having punch range or is this crouch medium punch range and it's <laughs> like that slight hesitation sometimes causing me to just not even do shit i'd be like fuck it i don't know just let him jump you know yeah but you got bullhorn I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> but yeah, it does work sometimes. Actually, it does work pretty good against set. You can use that against jump versus uh, axe kick, but a couple other matchups too. But yeah, the and, axe kick is degenerate. Yeah, Seth is fucked. That's the <laughs> that's the first character I'm looking to get some adjustments and uh in the update. Like. Hey, Oh yeah, he had his time too. He he definitely got to he definitely got to take some hits. And, and the thing is, I don't you want know, them I'm to still, like, huh? I was gonna say I'm still really surprised you haven't picked him up. That's man, there's He's a great nothing. kind of character. Nah, I mean, like, as far as neutral, yeah, because he's like a whiff punch. Like, so the thing is, he's like a a whiff punish character, right? Like, he just he just buffers lights and like mediums and heavies and uh and when they hit yeah, they just like go into everything <laughs> i mean yeah but like i think <laughs> i think the other thing too is like there has to be with me there has to be like they have to be cool characters right so they aesthetically there's got to be something that i dig and then there has to be like something fun about it. like when anytime i ever took g to training mode i just didn't have fun like playing him and i guess it's maybe i didn't give him a fair enough shot but like there's also something to me about i feel like he's gonna the other thing about birdie that i like is like he's a very basic character and like he has a basic tool set but it's easy to take that tool set and figure out how to apply it to different play styles characters and like and make it work you know like he since his toolkit's so simple you find ways to apply everything you know, like little little tricks you can use here or there. But like I feel like G is so good that like I don't have to think about that. It's just I just do the same thing to everybody. And it's like I don't know if that just seems boring or not, but Yeah, fuck G. Yeah. I mean I thought about it. There definitely was times where I was like, man, I could just play G. But it's like I I don't know. All right now I've been I've been having fun. I was playing a little bit of Balrog for like a couple weeks. And uh, I haven't gone back to him, but I don't know, right now I've just kind of been having fun with uh, Poison and Birdie for the most part. So we'll uh, we'll ride oh, this yeah, two out. I forgot you. Forgot you had a Poison. Yeah, that character's cheap though. Birdie not so much, but Poison's definitely cheap. Yep, fuck Poison. I mean, fuck Colleen, but Colleen is fair, dude. She just won CPT, man. You know that's how she's good. You know. Yeah. And she beat a fireball character, see? I did say earlier this year that I think Colleen beats Akuma this season. 
I mean, you know, well, hold up. All right. So if she struggles against fireballs and she beats, uh, she beats Akuma, how does that work? Uh, I don't know. I feel like Akuma's fireballs are easier to deal with because the normal one, uh, they all travel the same distance and the, uh, or the, at the same speed. Yeah, yeah. And the, the red fireballs have a lot of startup to them, so they're easier to react uh, to. Ah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the only one that's really annoying is the air fireball, because Colleen has to use Crouch Gear Sanitire, and they can use it to fuck me up, and they get a full combo after. So what do you have to do against, like, jump versus air fireball? Uh, with air fireball, you can uh, just space yourself to where you can react to it and neutral jump and then punish uh, it. Ah, yeah. Um, okay, or I'm... walking forward works pretty well. And then just punish him when he lands. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, you still playing Monat at all? Or I guess, yeah, you were learning Monat. Yeah, I, I'm still messing with her. But like I said, I haven't really been playing much. So she's, I'm probably pretty rusty with her right now. But yeah, I'm still using her. She's still fun. I gotta learn V Trigger one though. Yeah, it used to kill me when I would just watch you use V Trigger two all the time, and I'm like, bruh. At some <laughs> point, you gotta, I'm you lazy, gotta dude. go. It would be times I watch it like, if you had V Trigger one, this dude would be dead. But you gotta use this <laughs> trash V Trigger. Oh, it's easy. Sako uses it. I mean, it's easy, but like, it also ain't killing people when you need, <laughs> need to kill them because <laughs> you activate right. and it's like, well, shit. Now nah, I hit him like a couple times and we go back to neutral and I got no life left, you know. But sometimes, yeah. you know, I got you the dub sometimes, you know. I tried. It got me a game on Smug Drug. <laughs> <laughs> I choose them out. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Um. Yeah. All right, I think that was all the Street Fighter Five stuff I had to ask. So <clears throat> now I'm just gonna run into like the random stuff that uh that I wanted to ask you. So uh, you know, I know you're pretty big into music. So you know, just so I can uh pick your brain and uh get some recommendations. What you been listening to lately? Ooh, I'm excited to share because I've been listening to some new shit recently. Okay, some some good uh, shit. I like it. Okay. Y'all, you call my music Banana Republic music. Sometimes, it, <laughs> I mean, what I used to hear in stream, yeah, that definitely was some uh, Banana <laughs> Republic shit. So, um, let's see. The most recent song I added in my playlist is Tinted Eyes by Black Bear. Okay. Um, and then the one right under that is Stranger Lover by Ghostland Observatory. You should listen to that song. It's a bop. I fucking love it. Okay. Okay. Like what type of like what type of music is this, right? So I can go ahead and and set my expectations up. All right. So the first one is probably gonna sound like Banana uh, Republic <laughs> music, but the second one is uh I don't even know what genre that is to be honest. Let's see. It's like I don't even know. It's like electro rock. Okay. Kind of. That gives me an idea how it sounds, so I can I can yeah. go off that. 
some of their shit sounds like like the song I just recommended kind of has like a Daft Punk kind of feel to it. Okay, I can fuck with that. I think you'll like it. Um, anything else? That's mostly what you what you've been peeping. Yeah, just that. Oh, and another like you're gonna edit some of this shit out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, edit some of it. I mean, if there's, Am I like, allowed to talk about, like, weed and stuff? Oh, fuck it. I mean, like, if you want to. Like, I mean, if you want me to edit <laughs> it out when you say it, I can uh, No, I, can I don't really care. I just didn't know how you felt about it. Oh, I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, so, like, my new favorite thing to do is just to get high, put my headset on, and just play random shit. And it sounds so good. <laughs> it sounds like a plan. So, I have never had that experience before, but I think uh, I think you should try it at least once in your life. <laughs> but uh yeah. Well, you know. You know, maybe maybe um if we ever have a tournament in Las Vegas. Yeah, I was about to say because like I'm I'm a bitch and I'm mostly a straight edge, so like I'm not I'm not sure how to uh, procure those <laughs> yeah. type of things right now. But in a legal state <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it might I got be a you. See, I set it up in a way where where you won't get in trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, I could. I, I'd listen to a bunch. I definitely could probably come up with a dope ass uh, mixtape of shit to uh, or a playlist to throw on while doing that. But yeah, also you should listen to um, Chromatica by Gaga. Ah, see, look that. All right, so then that gives me that goes into the other thing I was going to ask. What is the best? Because all right, so. I definitely, I was talking to Rushdown about this. Like, I literally could only tell you like one Gaga song. Like, uh-huh. in the, that's the only thing. Like, I only know like Poker Face probably, and that's it. But, what, that tells you how, old, <laughs> how long ago that was. But, <laughs> what, in your opinion, what's the, uh, what's the best Gaga album and uh, why? Damn, you're going to make me pick. Yeah, you got to pick. All right. I think it's going to be a little controversial to all the Gaga stands out there, but I think my favorite Gaga album is Art Pop. Um, okay. And because she gave us the gem, Venus. I fucking love that song, dude. That's my favorite Gaga song of all time. Okay. It just it just hits like that, or any other any reason in particular that's your favorite song? You got to listen to it. Okay. See, now I got some so homework. Cool. I got I got some shit to check out after this thing. Mm-hmm. It's like one of her B siders, but I love it. Cool. Sometimes those are the those are the joints. Sometimes you know they don't have to be the singles to be the the ones that you know hit the hardest. You know. Yeah. Um. All right. And uh, so where did the whole bitch thing come from? I'm pretty sure um, everybody's asked you this. Uh, not really, honestly. I I don't know where it came from. I was just streaming one day, and like it just came out so naturally, and it kind of just became a thing. It was like a reflex almost. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of like Tim with the hard R. So I mean, I get it, you know. But <laughs> I don't think it's it's the same at all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not. It's definitely not as disrespectful as that, but it is funny though uh, to see you call people stupid bitches on stream or dumb bitch. 
<laughs> Definitely yeah. was a highlight for me. The, the funny part is you never know if I'm serious or not. Yeah. Because you say it so yeah. much, you know, it could, you know, it could be Southern Ice. You know, you call your friends a dumb bitch, you know. Yeah. So, who knows? That's, uh, you know, it's left up to the uh, the receiver, you know, to know <laughs> to interpret that. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, so, then that brings me into my last, uh, my last thing I want to say or ask. Um, so, you know, what do you, what do you say? What do you got to say to the people who say, you know what? You know, Neon sucks. He has no neutral. All he does is activates V-Trigger 2, and he just wins. That's it. That's all he does. You know, what What do you got to say to those people? No, I mean, I don't really care. It's, okay. it's their fault for letting me win. Damn. Just block, bro. I was expecting something more spicy, but... <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> that's fair enough um alright well, I think that's all I had man um did you have anything have you wanted question. to talk about yeah I have a question for you what do you think of the whole um Capcom thing they did with Punk putting Shit, in the I forgot that. He... yeah I forgot to bring that up so <clears throat> for, for context if anybody doesn't know so uh after the whole CPT thing, uh, CPT West, uh, Punk went on Twitter and, uh, you know, actually in the middle of the match, he was definitely raging about the <laughs> lag between him and uh, him and Alex Myers. So, you know, he loses, he throws his controller, he goes to the Discord, he starts ranting, saying, oh, we need to replay this, we gotta replay this, blah, blah, blah. Everybody ignores it. He's like, oh, fuck y'all, fuck CPT all this shit and um and he uh and like he tells Vi to suck his dick which I, th- I thought was the funniest part of the whole thing <laughs> I did not honest. do that part that's funny oh yeah he, he definitely he definitely told Vi suck my dick <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and, uh <laughs> and he uh he went in on uh you know he went in on uh Alex Myers on Twitter and I mean, again, I, I talked about this earlier. That's why I think streaming an event of like this magnitude, or if that if it's important to you, I think it is like a big downfall to doing it because, again, he was frustrated. I'm pretty sure he was frustrated about what's going on, but it don't help when you got thousands of people in your chat just egging that shit on too. And uh, and that was exactly what happened. So like, he goes to Twitter, he goes in on Alex, and you know, and. The way I'm looking at it is, uh, and maybe it's just me. I'm like, look, we we all know, you know, when you enter these tournaments, you already know what could happen. You know, it's it, you don't want it to happen, you don't expect it to happen, but you know it's a possibility. And uh, you know, you kind of enter it accepting that could happen. So, like in the situation where he lost to Myers because of stuff that was out of his control, he really should have just let it go, right? Well, he had two options, right? First option was he should have stopped the match, said something to the TO, and letting them handle it. Regardless of whether they did what you wanted to do or if it led to an outcome that you wanted, at least you could have said it then versus waiting till after the match to complain about it. Or two, you knew it was a possibility it could have happened. Just let Myers have his win and just move on. Like you don't have to be you don't have to be that guy 
you know we all know how good you are you know you've shown it you know you don't have to like gloat and you know like almost like you know down this dude and be like oh well you know what have you won and all this other shit like bro come on like he didn't need to do that but him doing that led to uh capcom to put out a statement today where they said uh due to what uh what punk had done they're gonna if he enters the next one they're gonna put him in losers bracket for <laughs> from the start of round one which just seems like the weirdest fucking punishment like i don't know why they chose that as what they wanted to do and also why would they do that after to me it seems like punk and myers had already made up right they both you know punk apologized to him he accepted and it was kind of like it just moved on right you know what i mean but capcom felt necessary to pop in and be like well actually we got to do this yeah it's to me it's kind of just bullshit it's really random the way they handle things Mm -hmm. and i think it would have honestly just been better to dq him in that case because that like you said that decision is just so strange yeah i guess they're probably thinking about how bad it would look if they dq'd him to say like well you can't enter the next one because now you have one of the the pretty much the number one seed of the region he he can't play so it's like they're probably looking at it from like a pr standpoint like well we can't just say he can't enter but like at the same time they're probably trying to and i guess i get it because they're trying to follow a line of like consistent behavior because you know you've seen what they did with f champ sarah blast ltg you know and not to say that what punk did is on the same level as those people but they're trying to say i mean the stuff you say has like some type of you know can do damage to people so like i guess maybe given that they're like well look we got to start checking people for like talking reckless you know which like i said punk ain't go i mean he was disrespectful don't get me wrong but like it wasn't that same level, but I guess what they're trying to do is establish this as like a code of conduct. Like, look, if you talk like this, this is what could happen. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that necessarily, but I do find that the punishment that they gave him is just kind of weird. And it leads to a situation where, I mean, if he does play, which if I was him, I mean, I guess it depends on how bad he wants to qualify. I mean, he's sponsored. This is technically a, I mean, I don't want to say it's not a real season, but like people are looking at it like it's not a real season. Like, so maybe he does care about qualifying. Maybe he doesn't. But I probably would be like, I don't know, dude. I might just sit it out. But like it could, it's going to change the, uh, you know, it's definitely going to change the, the uh, you know, the bracket because you got punk and losers in the beginning of the tournament. If somebody yeah, like gets upset early on, they run into him, they out, you know, they're probably out. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's... Yeah. Honestly, though, it might be an easier road for punk. Losers. That's true. Yeah. And uh losers bracket punk is also pretty strong too. Has been shown to be pretty strong. Yep. So I don't know. I I I I get I get why they would do it, but it's just the route that they chose to go seems so weird. And also, given given the fact that 
they did hash it out and and he apologized to the people you know it's kind of weird that they're still punishing them but again i guess that's just capcom's uh you know way of like look we gotta establish a guideline here that look you gotta you gotta think before you talk and uh, i mean if that's what they're gonna do then so be it but i don't know man like if uh if that's what they doing i mean people i mean if they re- i guess maybe they could just be doing it because it's punk because i feel like if it was anybody else nobody would have cared but yeah. the fact that it was punk you know they're like we gotta say something because i feel like other people have definitely said shitty things like that but they don't get put on blast but yeah i'm gonna be honest like before i didn't know the whole discord thing happened yeah. So at, at first I thought they were just punishing him because he called Alex Myers a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, then, I told you that the, the suck my dick thing was definitely the icing on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about that. So this whole time <laughs> I was thinking he got punished for calling Alex Myers a bitch. And I was like, well, guess uh, I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, they would have been they would have fucked you up for that if it was only that. You would have been out of here already. You're yep. gone. All right. Well, I think that's it for this uh for this episode. So uh Adam, where can uh where can the good people find you at, man? Go ahead and plug your socials. Uh, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Neon Verte. And uh if you find me on Facebook, don't fucking add me, fucking creeps. I don't know any <laughs> of you. Stop sending me friend requests, please. Uh, and yeah. Cool. Uh, guys can find me on Twitter at Boombox Hero, uh, YouTube at youtube.com slash C slash Magnegro, and, uh, and the random times I stream, uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Magnegro with a zero at the end instead of O. Uh, and, uh, I wasn't gonna plug Tim's stuff, but uh, he's not here, so uh, fuck him. So, uh, yep. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll call it at that, man. Uh, Adam, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you for your time. And uh, thanks for having me, dude. Cool. And uh, that we will uh, see you next week. Peace out. Later.